Hey, Hirschbachers, uh, Chris Schmidt here. We got another episode of Getting Schmidt Done, and I'm I'm joined by a very I'm excited to have this guest on on my podcast. Um, it's kind of the first time we've done one of these in in a while, so I'm joined by Marty Kepler, who's new to the organization. Hi, Marty. Hi, guys. So uh, today we'll just kind of be a get to know you, uh, Marty Kepler. So Marty is in charge of running our training program, right, Marty? I am. I am glad to be here. So this is your what? Fourth day? Third day? Fifth day? Did you start on Monday? Uh, I start on Tuesday. Start on Tuesday. So he's uh, he's jumping in the whirlwind and getting his getting his feet wet and uh, um, already doing some good things. So we're we're happy to have him. Um, so Marty, uh, just give us want to give a little background on you. So, um, what were you doing before you came to Hirschbach? Oh gosh, well, uh, most recently I was working for an organization called um, Elden C. Stutzman Company down in uh, Hills, Iowa. And uh, prior to that, I worked for um, another trucking company for about twenty years. I've been in the business for about thirty years overall. So, uh, good background, a lot of fun. Sure. So when when I meet someone that's been in trucking for thirty years, I I question their judgment a little bit, but uh, I always ask, and I'm just kidding, why do you like trucking, Marty? Well, it's a people business, and uh, I like to think I'm a people person, mm-hmm. um, and it, it allows me the opportunity to solve problems. I think I think yeah. in management, that's what that's what good managers do is we solve problems and we help people, and I, I think that's what I really enjoy doing, and there's always ample room to do that in this business. For sure. Yeah, it's, I mean... There's, there's just, it's a never ending level of, I mean, there's just always problems to solve, right? It's just always something new. It's like when, when people ask me what I do for a living, I, I tell them I work at a place where I put a puzzle together that falls apart and changes sizes every, every couple hours. That's that's my job. So the other thing too, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. I think uh, the world as a whole uh, really underestimates the impact of, of trucking, transportation. 100%. 100%. I mean, you, you can't look in any room, in any office building, anywhere, in any house, and not touch anything that hasn't been in a truck. And the people that make that happen are the drivers that, that drive our trucks. And that's that's a very emotional thing for me. I get very passionate about it. And for me, in this role, to be able to put new drivers in the seats of our trucks uh, is, is one of the coolest things that I could ever do. And so I, I'm really excited to do that uh, for this company and to help uh, new people start a career in this amazing business. And so that's, uh, I think that's one of the neatest things that I could, that I could do. So I'm real excited to do that. For sure. And it's, I mean, nothing's easy about trucking, but it can be a very rewarding, good and rewarding career for, for, uh, um, a lot of young people. Very Absolutely. So. I, I would, I echo that, that, that sentiment, Marty. I mean, when I started, I used, anytime I saw a truck driver on the road, I was like, ah, oh, that guy drives like an asshole. Or, you know what I mean? They're just, uh, you know, what's this? He thinks he owns the road. And now I, I just hundred percent realize, you know, what is going on in that cab. It's, it's, it's night and day for sure. So cool. Um, so that's the why trucking. So that's, that's a good answer. You passed your answer there, Marty. Good job. Um, what's your favorite thing to do at work? So you kind of answered that one too, but is there anything else you want to expand on there? I have to keep an eye on how much time I spend away from my desk because <laughs> you, one of the first things I was a little bit concerned about when you change companies, which I've not done a lot over my career, but when you do, you never know the type of people you're going to encounter uh, at your new company. Mm-hmm. And when I came here, uh, I was very impressed with the type of people that are here and very 
uh, genuine, very easygoing people to talk to. And so I got to be very careful that I don't spend too much time away from my desk talking. And uh, everybody's really easy to talk to and fun to, to laugh with and tease and, and uh, just, just to cut up with. And so uh, I like to do a lot of that. For sure. For sure. And you got plenty of trainee students and, and drivers around to do that with. For oh, sure. great so. senses of humor and, and sure. uh, a lot of stories. It's just there, you have different perspectives and different walks of life where people have come from. And I was talking to a guy from Albany, New York outside, another guy from Montana who was standing out in, you know, 30 degree weather in his shorts and a t-shirt. And he has a, <laughs> I mean, it's like, dude, you are not human. You're mm-hmm. a robot. And he yeah. says, oh, it cold doesn't bother me. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, when I so I got my CDL a couple of weeks ago and uh, went through the program, and I think probably my my favorite part, aside from you know doing some of my backs in one try, right? I felt pretty proud of myself doing that. But I think the, my my second favorite part about doing that whole experience was um, we were out. I was out uh, kind of prepping for my test, right, and looking at the parts, and you know just running through it in my head. And there's three or four other students out there, and we all just started quizzing each other, and it was. You could just tell that they they actually they truly wanted to learn. They had a, a passion for wanting to get their CDL, and we talked about what they why they wanted to do it and uh, what it was going to mean for their family. And it was just it's, it's really cool to to be a part of an organization and, and part of a process that does something like that for people's lives. Oh, Absolutely, definitely. yeah. I think when I talk to our instructors uh, and our over the road trainers, um, one of the things that they say keeps them coming back that they really love about the job is uh, the the rewarding aspect of having somebody come back that's gone through this and uh, has achieved the goal that they wanted to achieve their entire life. And, and uh, you know, a student that has gone through this, man, it's a lot of high fives and hugs for all those students that have done it. But the, the instructors that get to see that and get to be able to uh, allow that individual to achieve that goal, is, uh, it's, it's more rewarding than money. Uh, it's, it's just a really neat, uh, neat aspect of the job. For sure. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. What do you like to do outside of work? Uh, family is number one for me. Uh, that is, you know, God, family, work is kind of how I, I prioritize things, and I probably never put number one where it should be, but try. Um, but Jackie and I, we have uh, a nice little 12-acre plot of land, and I like to tinker a lot. So hanging around the woods, cutting wood, splitting wood. I got an old hot rod I like to tinker with. Um, but hanging out with my boys, you know, things like that, little, you know, summer night cruises with the top down, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I, when I when I first met Marty, he, he made me very jealous when he told me what his first car that he had that he drove. Want to share what that is? My very first car, or the car I have now. The very first one. Oh, seventy Chevelle Super Sport. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty nice car. Yeah. And the car you currently have, I'm jealous of as well. So <laughs> the six, 67 Camaro. Convertible, yeah, yeah. convertible. It's a, it's a nice car. Um, what do you what do you feel like your biggest accomplishment is? Oh gosh. Well, my sisters would say finding my wife was probably my biggest accomplishment. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> they, even to this day, they say that she kept me out of jail. So, um, you know, I don't. I I really don't look at my my self-accomplishments a lot and say, man, I achieved that. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I never felt that my life would turn out the way that it has. And so I, I would say just being uh, at the level that I am today and doing the things that I'm doing today and um, having the life that I have achieved um, 
it's just been a comp, you know, combination of making good decisions and, and being in the right place at the right time. And, you know, God willing, I, I am where I am. And so, uh, mm-hmm. I think just, just having the life that I have is, is really the best accomplishment that I could have hoped for. Sure. Um, I got a couple more for you. So do you prefer to go out to eat or cook, stay at home and cook yourself? Oh man. Ah, you know, it's gotta be a combination. I can't put one above the other. There's, it's gotta be both. I love to cook and I love to go out to eat. I, so what's your go-to that you cook at home? Um, I'm a pasta guy. You can tell I, <laughs> I got to have my starch and my carbs, but, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Cajun pasta guy. That's my go-to right. or I cook a mean chicken marsala too. So nice. Yeah. That's a couple pretty good pasta dishes. Couple pretty good dishes. Um, so the last, I kind of asked you this one already too, but I, I like, I think it's, it's really good for, um, for people to understand who you are and how you operate. So how do you measure success, whether it's, you know, in, at work or overall, I mean, but we can focus on work with this question if you'd like. How do I measure success? Well, yeah. uh, I love I love KPIs. I've heard some things uh, since I've been here just in the last four days that that I really look at. But I I firmly believe that if you don't measure, you can't manage. Mm-hmm. And so the you know, there's there's some business management books out there that I think are very strong. One of them's 40x. So x to y by z is is a big thing for me to to understand that hey. Today we're here, we need to be there, and we're going to be there by this time and then develop a plan to get there. And so uh, to me, it's it's establishing a benchmark of this is where I want to get and saying, hey, we're going to get there and putting some type of number or evaluation to it and, and being able to measure that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, is there anything else that you kind of wanted to share with the with the, with the the crew as a, as a welcome to Hirschbach or? Get to know Marty Kepler. I tell you, I, I, um, in my time in this business, I, I, I've seen a lot of different companies. I've, I've been around a little bit. I certainly don't know everything out there. I don't think anybody really does. But uh, in the short time that I've been exposed to the, the people here at Hirschbach, uh, I like everything I've seen. And, and I obviously made the decision to join the team, uh, which I, for me, um, I think this is a great place to be. And uh, my plan is to end my working life here uh, at this organization, and uh, I'm just very excited to be here. So um, if you see me in the hallway, stop and say hi, and and I, I hope to get to meet you and, and have a conversation. So thank you. Absolutely. And just to kind of wrap up a few things, I know I don't want to speak for Marty, but I know uh, we're definitely looking for more trainers out there. Um, uh, we we have a class at least once, once every two weeks is kind of the schedule, right? Right. Um, so reach out to your dispatcher if, if there's any interest there. We're always looking for trainers. Um, uh, just to kind of wrap up, the last podcast we had, we talked about um, some drop trailer issues and a couple other things, and uh, we've seen a pretty significant improvement. So we appreciate everyone's diligence on, on you know, taking the extra step and taking the time to do that. The weather, the, the, and the weather is getting nicer, and I just want to say, don't let your guard up just because it's starting to get nice. I mean, we're probably going to get a couple more snowstorms yet. Um, it's you know we're not quite out of the quite not out of the quite not out of the woods yet. So let's make sure we we stay focused and uh, be ready for ice and the and some of the weather that we're going to hit here that uh, always hits the Midwest. We always yeah, watch get, out for the black ice. Yeah, we always black, ice, black ice is bad, but yeah, we always get some late 
or mid to late March snow and ice storms, it seems like. So um, with that, uh, thanks for joining me, Marty, today. And uh, look forward to episodes Marty hosts in the future. He's already got the title of his podcast ready to go. So um, you, you, you will, well, I'm not trying to put too much pressure on him, but uh, he's going to start having a podcast once in a while here. All right, Marty? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, stay safe. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. everybody.